Still the new year, only five days in. Hope everyone is doing well. Hope everybody's starting to think, starting to change something, rearrange something. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. That's up to you. You need to change your life. Don't wait on nobody else. Nobody's coming to save you. And that's what that means. I think someone asked me, you know, what do you mean by that? No one's coming to save you. No one's coming to save you from your life. You're in control of your life. You're in control of what you do. You're in control of what you can have and who you allow into your life. You're in control. And that's what that means. No one's coming to save you. No one's coming to... Um, make you happy, give you all your, your desires, and um, just make your life fluffy. You're in control of your life. You got to do that. You, Y-O-U, you have to do that. But yes, y'all, doing another one day. Didn't really have a, a real topic today, not sure, but last night I got faith. So I'm going to talk about that today. Faith. Got another little confirmation today uh, about the word faith. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Maybe a a few other things since we're starting the new year off and people are doing a lot of trying to do a lot of new things, trying to do those new year resolutions, renew themselves, remake themselves. And I think we definitely have to do that. We have to... We got to become something different. If you want something different, you're going to have to be a different person. But that's my topic, main topic for today, faith. And I'm going to go into some scripture. A lot of Christians out there. Faith. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. That's Hebrews 11 checking out a site um christianity.com what is faith 
Faith is one of those words that is commonly used all the time. People use words in the Bible and scripture and I don't see it. You know, we say all these scriptures and everybody go to church on Sunday and Bible study on Wednesday and you're not really living what the word says. Now, I used to go to church some years ago, went for about seven years straight, faithfully. But what I even seen then is that, you know, the Bible is powerful. Even if you don't believe in God and you don't believe everything that the Bible says, there are wonderful principles in the Bible. If you follow those, you will have a good life. I promise you, you do good. But even in the church... You know, people are reading scripture, you're you're listening to the word, being fed to you, and you're not living it. It's like a, a empty word. You 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 read it, you be they be clapping and shouting and everything on Sunday and then on Tuesday you down in the gutter. You you don't have any faith. You don't have any belief in what you're reading and what you're doing. So stop. I would say stop going to church. If you're not going to use church and the word, then go do something else. Maybe I don't I don't know. But what is faith? Faith is one of those words that is commonly used, but not always understood. Some of that confusion confusion comes from the many different ways the word faith is used in everyday conversation. A quick look at dictionary.com shows seven different uses. Seven, uh-oh. One common way that people use the word faith is to refer to belief in something despite lacking any evidence for it. Um, one thing that people, in that example, people who are ill or sick, that's where you should be believing that you're going to be healed you can't see it but i'm gonna believe i'm gonna be healed i believe you know the the right cure or whatever is going to come to me i believe that my body can heal itself and like i said before bodies are amazing your your body is a miracle in itself and then when something goes wrong we oh lord gotta go do this and do that uh chemotherapy and all some of this other crap let your body heal itself. And sometimes a lot of the problems that we're going through, our environment, the food we're eating, the people we're around, the energy we're, we're sitting in. But that's all shit you can control. That's all stuff you can control. And then we want to go run and try to get um, chemotherapy as a cure. And I don't know. I should have looked that up. Most of the time, chemotherapy doesn't work. It might prolong your life a little bit. I don't think it even prolongs it. It's killing everything. It's killing the good and the bad in your body. That's another topic. I'm going to have to do that as a podcast. That's probably going to be like an hour. <laughs> an hour long. But, but it is that what the Bible means by faith. The answer is resounding no. So when the Bible uses the word faith, what does it mean? The Bible's closest to offering an exact definition is Hebrews 11 and 1. 
Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. From this particular passage, we see that the central feature of faith is confidence or trust. And we definitely don't have that these days. People complaining, oh, this is happening to me. Oh, I can't get this. I can't do blah, 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 blah. Oh, Lord. Where is your faith? And you know what? Sometimes I complain about something. I only complain about a couple of different topics, if you notice. But everything else, I'm good. And me complaining about something, I'm just showing or saying what this bullshit was. This is some bullshit. Yeah. Now, I do have faith that God is going to correct this. That he is going to make it right. That he is going to do what he needs to do to correct this situation. So, that's still my faith. I might complain, but it's, it's not the complaining that I'd be seeing out here. Like prices. Eggs or... I might complain about some prices. Butter. Yep, Butter. But I'm going to learn how to make my own butter. So that that's my solution. Eggs. I hear people talking about eggs. I really don't eat too many eggs or use them in too many recipes. Maybe some cornbread every now and then. But I really don't even use eggs. So that doesn't even affect me. But I have faith that everything is going to work out. And even when it doesn't, it's still going to work out. I'm still going to be okay. I'm still going to be able to deal with whatever didn't work out. You know, car problems. Children problems. You know, and I understand that. Even being a mother, my children are here to live their life experience. It's not I'm living my experience through them or they're here to learn for themselves just like I am. So you gotta you gotta get a perspective about things. Let's see where I left off at. In the Bible, the object of faith is God and his promises. Y'all, there are hundreds of promises in the Bible. And I would suggest if you are, you know, you're down in the gutter, you're depressed, go catch a few of those promises. Go write a few of those down. Put them up on the wall talk about them every day and start believing in those promises have faith in those promises there are hundreds of them i studied on promises some years ago there are hundreds of them i believe (laughs) a clear example of this in abram's encounter with god is in genesis 15 in response to god's promise of countless descendants abram believed the lord you have to believe in something and I think a lot of people, I don't know what the hell they believe in these days. I don't know what you're believing in. Because all I hear is you complaining. This happened to me. I'm sick. I'm ill. Let me show you this picture of me in the hospital. What, what are you believing in? In your belief, I believe when you believe in something, you got to put some action to it too. You know, I believe I'm going to be healed. I'm going to go out and change something i'm gonna start eating better i'm gonna start believing better i'm gonna start feeling better you know what are you believing in in response to god's promise of countless descendants abram believed the lord and he counted it to him as righteousness genesis 15 and 6 
commenting on this, the Apostle Paul writes, No unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith. You grew, he grew strong. That means your faith can grow. It's not just bam, I got faith. I, will, <laughs> I got it, I got it. You may have to, um, you know, talk to yourself, write about it, journal about it, affirmations, go look at people, go get information, go get data. That's all going to contribute to your faith. You grow strong like a plant. You got to water it every day. You got to water your, your faith, your your perspective, your desires. You got to water this. As he, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God. Fully convinced. Fully convinced. Some of us are not fully convinced about much at all. Are you fully convinced everything is going to work out? Some of us are not. By your words and your actions, you're not. And for me, am I fully convinced everything is going to work out? It is. I'm fully convinced. It may not be exactly how I was thinking it was going to be or how I wanted it to be, but it's going to work out. And I've always felt that for many, many years because and I don't know where my faith came from because I had faith even before church <laughs> look but I, I what what other why would I want to think something different why would I want to think that this is not gonna work out or I'm gonna do bad or all this bull crap is gonna happen and yes shit does happen in my life all all the time but it's not gonna last forever it's going to get better. <laughs> Fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. Romans 4, 20 through 21. Thus faith means putting your trust in God. Some people don't believe in God. Some people don't believe in the Bible. But you should believe that you're not just somebody just dropped you out the sky. You are here. A higher power or creator has created you <laughs> and having confidence that he will fulfill his promises so what do you want to believe in what do you want to have faith in for me i want to have faith in good things as i've said before i want the good life i want to do better i want to level up i want more relationships i don't know about those men be causing me problems but eventually a good man we can communicate good relationship you help me i help you we work together a team teamwork is the dream work that's the ultimate goal <laughs> as far as relationships and i and i'm not stressing over it boy no mm -mm, i'm good <laughs> For now, I'm working on myself. I'm having faith to do better for me, to get to better places. And eventually, the man will come. And I'm good with that. I'm good. <laughs> but yes, faith. Do you have faith? 
lot of us, we say we do, but your actions say you don't. They got to match. You got to match up. You got to be congruent. Stuff got to go together. (laughs) You know, when was the last time you... And I don't think we think. We don't sit down and think about, you know, why is this happening to me? What can I do about it? Can I do something about it? Can I just think something different? We don't even want to think nothing different. You know, get that them negative words out of your aura, out of your mind, out of your space. But here is another, um, this is World Vision. Um, day one, I guess this is just like a... Stir your faith six ways to put faith into action. Day one, habit. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship to breaking of bread and prayers. Notice the use of devoted. Devote yourself to something. Devote yourself to something good, something positive. They were practicing the cornerstone of the the body of Christ. Hearing and preach the word, meeting together, enjoying rhythms of daily meals and communion, and praying. That's what I say, y'all. Some of y'all don't even pray. Mm. Pray. But start making some better habits. Uh, Make a ritual. One of the little, one of the, not little, I'm sorry, not little, but one of the workshops I've been doing or the five-day business um, sprint, make a ritual, make a habit, make a morning ritual. When you get up every day, do this, this, this. Start your day off right. Reflect on your day at night. Oh, I had a good day. Um, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed communication with this person. I enjoyed cooking. Enjoy your day. Reflect on it. Day two, power. And awe came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. Acts 2 and 43. There are so many good things that happen during the day. Don't just focus on the bad. Focus on the good things that happen. And sometimes those things are small. It might be, oh, I had a nice bath this morning. It was hot, peaceful, smell good, the incense, whatever. Reflect and enjoy the things that happen good in your day. Community, day three. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. Now, just looking at that, I know people be like, oh, this is just happening to me. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. We have many things in common. In contrast to what our individualistic culture tells us, we as God's people are responsible for each other. We don't get the option of living the Christian life in a vacuum. And many of us do. Like I said, we're not living the way the Bible is is laid out. We're not doing that. 
we we go say them scriptures and do it, but we're not living it. You're not living what the word says. M- many times, not everybody, not all, but many. We don't get the option of living the Christian life in a vacuum. And scripture doesn't hold up isolated individuals as ideals. Again and again, the Bible emphasizes the body of believers and our shared, though messy life and community, the body of Christ. You don't say the arm, the, the leg, the finger, the baby toe. It says the body of Christ. For everybody that's a churchgoer, y'all not living it. Mm -mm. You're not. And I I know that for a fact. Day four, generosity. (laughs) And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. Acts 2 and 45. Oh, and that definitely is not true. People are so grabbing them hands. Them hands is tight. And I try to make my hands pretty open as much as I can. And I'm not even going to church at this moment. So what are y'all doing? Those of you who are. Acts 2.45. Go look it up yourself. Day 5. Faithfulness. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all people. Day by day, every day, breaking bread in their homes. I do that. I try to do that. Here we see a simple yet profound example of God's children being attuned to his work in the world. They receive from God and praise him and others see their lifestyles as an example worth following. Uh Uh-oh, y'all. Y'all need to be the example. Some of y'all not doing them examples very well. Day six, transformation. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Acts 2 and 47. Have you noticed how these six verses start every new sentence in this translation and other major ones starts with and. This simple transitional word means we must consider each verse in light of others. Habits and rhythms. The power of God working through belief. God's people in community. The outward, the outworking of generosity. And putting belief into action are all necessary and interdependent elements of how God uses his people to transform the world through his kingdom. And like I said, you don't even have to believe in the Bible or Christ or God. Those are all good principles to follow. All good. But yes, y'all, faith. How is your faith? Why do you have faith? Should you have faith? What's wrong with your faith? (laughs) Does your faith have some holes in it? I think a lot of our faith does. Lots of holes. And that's why we, we waver and we go up and down. And one day we're good. The next day we we back on it runaway train of negativity or that the world is after me and blaming everybody but yes i do believe 
that everyone can have faith no matter what your life looks like, what's happening, what's going on, what you've done, the mistakes you made. You can still have faith in your future. Faith right now. But you have to start exercising it. You have to start using it. You have to start believing it. You have to start growing it. Adding water to it. Put some spice on it. <laughs> some cinnamon. Something. Look. <laughs> but what is your profession of faith? What do you believe in? What do you want for your life? What do you want for your children's life? What do you want for your community? If we all believed in the same thing, then we could start acting in accord with each other for our community. And wouldn't that look like something? That would be beautiful. But yes, y'all, this has been my um, Real Talk with Amira podcast on faith. Trying to stay under 30 minutes. Everybody start thinking. You got to start doing something different. Even if it's just a little different. <laughs> just a little bit. Start with just a little bit. Put a little, just a little something different. Wake up. Think of something good. Go to bed at night. Think of something good. Hey, that's two things you can do a day. Start somewhere. But yeah, y'all. This has been my <laughs> Real Talk with Amira podcast. Everybody start having some faith, believe in yourself, believe in something good for yourself. Enjoy your day. Don't throw the negative on it. Leave that negative. Go put that in the trash can. But this has been my Real Talk with the Mirror podcast. Peace.